Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, how are you doing? Steve, we're refreshing money and jump Africa to our listeners as we are on Heritage Month. And uh, this week, just dealing with uh, inaugurations as well as the military coups in the African continent. Indeed. Well, in Zimbabwe, the president, Emerson Mangagwa, he's being inaugurated. Our president is going. Uh, what message does that send? Stephen does send that it means Chamisa did not file uh, his papers to the electoral court uh, on, on Saturday because that was his uh, lifeline or what we call the uh, timeline for him to lodge it. And also we know on Friday he has launched a campaign to say there will be protests, they will be going online. And like we said, this inauguration being set for today, it is so strange that only few SADC leaders will be part of it. Beyond our South African president, we have Philip Musi attending Tsesekedi, but other presidents have are now sending their envoys to this mission. And heads of uh, observer mission are only uh, asked to attend. Not every observer will attend this inauguration today. And also we know, Stephen, that even if there is this... Uh, electoral dispute that has raged since the 23rd of August with uh, Munangagwa uh, gaining 52%, while Chamisa just got 40, I mean 44%. There are still challenges that we will have to await the panel of elders report. What did the panel of elders report found in Zimbabwe post the elections? Hence, I said to Stephen, today is the inauguration. I don't think Chamisa uh, will just go to the media. He should have opted to go for the electoral route to lodge that protest. And then in Gabon, uh, the general there, General Bryce uh, Oligi Ngema, he'll be sworn in as president of the inauguration. Stephen, he will be sworn in today, but he has come out thundering, actually saying he will be dealing with the business leaders over corruption. He will try to uh, uh, clean Gabon out of corruption and at the same time looking at summoning almost 200 Gabonese business leaders uh, to engage with them uh, around building Gabon. Opposition is lamenting, Stephen said, but this is a family affair. This was not a coup. Um, uh, Price is still part of the family. Nothing has changed. Even if today is going to be inaugurated, the opposition is still calling for the recount of the election results of the 26th of August presidential elections in Libreville, Gabon. So we are still looking at this inauguration, but we have the civil society and the opposition lamenting SG to say that, but when are we going to, um, I mean, liberate Gabon from the Bongo's family? Because Baslin Bongo, who used to be a, um, one can say the girlfriend of Robert Nestamali, they say he's close to uh, Bryce Nguema also. So you can see this is a familiar festival. It was not a military coup. And then in Niger, ECOWAS, they're engaging with the EU for support in addressing the coup in Niger. Stephen, strangely enough, they went to Spain with the uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs under Bazoum, the one who was from Bazoum, to go and seek for help also from EU to say that how will ECOWAS navigate and manage this Niger coup of July uh, 2023? It seems that ECOWAS has run out of ideas because once you go to uh, the EU to go and ask either for funds, ask for money, uh, ask for military support, there is something wrong around uh, ECOWAS. How do they deal with this uh, military coup in Niger? At the same time, we know on Saturday there was still a crowd of people calling for a French ambassador to leave Nime. So you have, you have this ECOWAS 
EU arrangement, but at the same time, you have civilian concern about France, I mean, France presence in the Sahel and as well is in Niger. So we'll wait and see, Stephen, what will ECOWAS and EU relations deal, I mean, deal come out with to resolve the Niger military coup. And then in Kenya, uh, African leaders, international leaders, were at the African Climate Summit looking at decolonizing Africa's energy. Stephen, this is starting today, actually, it will end on, on the 6th of this month of September in Nairobi, Kenya. Main African leaders are expected to look at the COP28, uh, post-COP28 of Egypt, Stephen, that is coming in even December, to look at the green energy transition of the African continent. Because when you talk about Africanizing the energy, is that how do we tap into uh, African knowledge in terms of uh, the issues of pollution, the issues of oil and gas. How does Africa deal with the uh, uh, fossil fuel companies in the African continent that have been polluting others, also exploiting some of the land and uh, resources in the continent? So you'll be having the global north countries, you'll be having the big companies uh, of the oil, uh, petrol, uh, I mean, uh, petroleum, and many more, Stephen, that will be at, attending this meeting in Kenya. A very important meeting that also has to deal with the energy sector in the African continent. And probably, uh, Stephen, to look at the post-BRICS summit about what are the issues that will affect Africa on the issues of climate change as well as Africanizing the energy sector. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you. From the Tabo Mbeki African School of Public and International Affairs.